0: Hello and you are welcome to episode 40 of Dan and Dara and Doability. I am Dara McNicholas. And
1: I'm Dan and We're
0: in a very busy studio today, so if you hear anything in the background, uh, that's fine. There's nothing we can do about that, but we're just going to rock on anyway. Absolutely. A lot to cover today, Dan. Um yeah. Blind student in Oxford getting horsed out of uh, a debate. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Um, we've a big discussion today, too, on uh, the right to personal assistance. Yeah which is uh, very close to your own heart, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but to so many around the country as well. Um, you know, hopefully we, we might be seeing some progress on that. So we'll have a couple of bits there from Paddy Slattery and James Cawley, uh who we have spoken to before. Um yeah. But they've written some very interesting things uh, on that. Uh they had a head conference coming up?
1: Yeah, that's in March next. March 2020. Yeah. Um,
0: I suppose, will we just start with this blind student in Oxford? Yeah. Getting unceremoniously horsed over a room, mm-hmm. which I think is probably the only way of putting it, really. I don't know. There's no, there's no polite way of saying this. There's no kind of, excuse no. me, sir, would you mind leaving?
1: Absolutely not. And I think what, what uh, shocked me about this uh, other than the obvious, is uh the fact that it it's coming from oxford. Mm. The fact that they're kind of you know they're meant to be the kind of this stand up um world renowned university.
0: Yeah, but you know, what they've given us the likes of Boris Johnson. Fair point. And, yeah. and all the leaders of the world and all of that, you know, and some comedians as well have kind of come out of Oxford so eh. You know, while they might hold themselves in high regard, I think they're just uh, very much displaying themselves that they're right, no better than the rest of us. Yeah. You know, when it comes to treating people. people. Uh, so the headline here is a blind black student dragged out of Oxford University debating chamber by his ankles.
1: Yes, yeah. So this involves Ebenezer Azamati, who is a <coughs> PhD student from Ghana. <coughs> and he says that the, this is in the Independent, by the way, in the UK and he says that the incident has left him feeling unwelcome in Britain. Uh so he's 25 and he's studying international relations. And he arrived early to attend a debate and because he kind of had uh worries about being able to being able to find a seat um, he reserved one, and then he went back out and came back in, wasn't allowed in, well, well he was allowed in, but he was, as the headline says, dragged out, which I, I just think is completely, like, there is no need for that whatsoever
0: no and I suppose what they're saying here is an appeal hearing on on Saturday heard evidence from student Henry Hatwell um, who said 30 seconds after he and that's Mr. Asmati sat down the security guard came in 5 seconds afterwards he started touching Asmati uh, who was holding, holding onto the bench and then 30 seconds later they were dragging him up by his ankles
1: that's one of those situations where you go that escalated quickly yeah pretty,
0: <laughs> really, pretty much actually yeah. but they were they were they were going to be charging this this guy with violent behaviour yeah uh, I think there's uh, there might be something wrong here uh, i he not did sure.
1: absolutely absolutely nothing wrong yeah um, and I suppose it is fair to say that they have uh, since dropped
0: yeah those particular uh, charges and the, unreservedly charges. Yeah. unreservedly apologised
1: that's the thing. Why do you even need to apologise? Yeah. To have, begin with. Because should it shouldn't have happened. Do you know? Yeah.
0: Like, but you know, I, I suppose to some degree is well done, You know, the headline itself, blind black student. Right. Does it really matter what colour he is?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. No, as in, I agree with you in terms of it, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, I um, what's
0: the relevance of that?
1: Yeah. No, I mean, that's not particularly. Yeah. Do you know? It just, doesn't
0: really matter that he's blind. Hmm? Does it really matter that he's blind?
1: Uh, I suppose no, because that shouldn't happen regardless. Yeah. But I suppose it makes it more.
0: Oh, no, it absolutely does. But I'm, I mean, you know, did this security guard turn up and go, I was picking a blind person? I don't think so.
1: No, but even with that, there, like, if in a standard situation, I don't want to say standard situation, but you, you get what I mean. Yeah. You shouldn't be dragging anyone. No. Boy
0: uncle, boy Somewhere uncle. along the line, of conversation has to start. Yeah,
1: with mean, the it's like <laughs> you know a, there
0: doesn't appear to be much of a conversation had here. Yeah, you know, no, it's, like, it's just hi, how are you doing? Uh, did you reserve that seat? Oh yes, I did actually. Yeah, funny enough, I was here earlier and I kind of reserved it. Ah, oh, it's fine, thanks very much, sir. But it didn't seem to be anything of that nature uh, here at all. No,
1: absolutely not. Which is <clears throat> uh, it's just shocking.
0: It is. Shock. It uh, just. You know, we are in ongoing discussions with Mr. Asmati in order to pursue a solution agreeable to all parties, which addresses the structural issues raised. Uh, we do not wish to prejudice the, those discussions with further comment at this time. Hmm? Oxford University for you, Dan. I'm liking it. We should all go there. Pretty much, I suppose, where yeah. where people of uh, colour with a disability are treated equally. Yeah, the future, the future leaders of the great British nation. So let's move on then then, to uh, something I know is very close to your heart and is your future really effectively and will have a big impact on what happens to you when you leave here
1: Yeah, absolutely So this is um, personal assistance.
0: Yeah, the right to a personal assistant not just a personal assistant Yeah, absolutely Somewhere in this country enshrined in law that says you have that right
1: Yeah, 100% Um, So this comes about because um during the week there was a motion uh being put forward to the Dáil that says by independence and independence for change TDs uh about the right to personal assistance for disabled people uh in this country.
0: Yeah. So that's just independent living then? Yeah. That's not that's not a huge thing. It's not earth moving stuff we're not talking about building houses here we're not talking about fixing the health budget we're talking about your right to independent living
1: absolutely you
0: and so many other people in this country
1: Um, and to be exact about that actually it's it's 13% of the Irish population yeah that's a big number which, which is yeah absolutely even to begin with like it just it's weird that this even has to be it it has to be brought forward to begin with. Yeah. Um. But our very good friend James, uh, James Colley from ILMI has written a very passionate and articulate, um, article in uh the journal this week, um, basically calling for uh this this motion to be to be passed um, and it says here in 2017 1.51 million service hours were delivered to 2470 people which doesn't sound too bad but shockingly nearly 85% nearly 85% of people with personal assistance received fewer than 3 hours per day on average Less than half of them had an average of, wait for this, just 42 minutes.
0: Come on. It's terrible. What can you do in 42 minutes?
1: Like, that's just...
0: You know, one of the the first conversations I had this morning when I got into the college was with a wheelchair user. Yes. Who um, really can't participate in uh, the radio society here in college. Or has difficulty participating because of the amount of organisation that it takes and rejigging hours and, uh, you know, the whole thing. That, that's shocking,
1: like. And that's the thing. It's That's what's even more frustrating as well, is that you're having to constantly repeat that these things mm. are an issue. Yeah. Do you know? Um, and the people aren't just like. There's a difference between being aware of something and. Like acting on it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I just thought it it was, it was very powerful from James because he writes that he's a a son, an uncle, a fiance, and so many other things. But yet, if he doesn't have access to personal assistance, he he can't. Participated in in any of those roles, mm-hmm. um, which would essentially then leave you completely stranded, and as he says, institutionalized in his in your own home. Yeah,
0: stranded is 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 a great word, though. That yeah, you know, I mean, we're we have a uh, another fine article here from Paddy Slattery as well, and we know the great work he can do. Absolutely, but also the assistance that he needs to get that done, you know, and, and he goes into it in the article, you know, saying how fortunate he is to have that help you know but he's still producing fantastic work but if he didn't have that help you know there's a fantastic director producer writer Mm. who wouldn't be out there
1: yeah and like it's, it's 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 talent wasted but then it's you're not being allowed to live your life and I think that's that's even more poignant. It's about this whole thing of... I get to live my life the way I choose. As in, that's... Yeah. On a broad spread. Like... And that's the, that should be the case for absolutely everybody. And it just happens that for people with disabilities... You know... They require... A personal assistant to be able to achieve that mm. um and yeah I like it's just it gets to a point where it's incredibly frustrating that it has to be even discussed because we're fighting this battle, and you know you're fighting battles to accept your situation. And then you've gotten to a point where you've accepted your situation and you're trying to embrace it and live life to the fullest degree and all of those kind of and things. And
0: to, to improve your, your position.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All of those things are made a hell of a lot easier when you when you have access to a personal assistant. And that's all. Do you know, like... It makes it James phrases it in in a in a very good way in saying that he it's an extension of your limbs. So, and that's uh for me personally that's a that's a situation that I'm I have in college. I mean uh Dylan, my PA in college is a an extension of my limbs in a lot of in mm. a lot of cases. Uh because I would not get the work done that I do get done if he wasn't there. And if I didn't build up uh such a rapport with him that we understand each other and that we know what we expect from each other and that kind of thing. Do you know so it, and i come back to it again it's something that is simple mm-hmm. it's something that is ridiculously simple yeah
0: was it last year then they passed the UN convention thing
1: yes that was in uh, March last year yeah we didn't
0: yeah. exactly cover ourselves in glory then either when it came to passing that I know there was a bit of a yeah you know we kind of went yay this is great but we didn't do anything nothing changed People's situations didn't improve at the time.
1: Yeah, and that's something that as well J- James referenced in saying that. Although that was passed, uh, not every uh, disabled person is able to achieve this fundamental right, due to a lack of personal assistant hours. Yeah, um, and that's something that in I I do remember the Equality Seventeen conference that we had two years ago in the Royal Hospital in, in Kilmainham, um, and I was there actually talking about the UN Convention for the Rights of People with Disabilities and the fact that we hadn't, at that time, passed it. Um, and I think, as far as I can remember, we at that time, we were the only uh, European country, if not worldwide, to bar, i say, about... One or two to not have passed it. Yeah, um, and you're kind of going. We're a developed country. It's like we were slow. We were dragging our heels. Very, very slow. It done. Um, and yeah, as you say, we ha- we haven't exactly been proactive in in anything we've done since then because it's all it's all well and good uh, saying you passed it, but then there needs to be something.
0: The well ho- hopefully this is something more
1: Yeah absolutely. Hopefully
0: this is the bit that we're looking for That will Make sense of The UN Charter Yeah And yes Fingers crossed fing- Fingers crossed Yeah that <laughs> fing- yeah, Fingers crossed Yeah, God, Fingers terrible, toes Yeah But yeah That's No So it went into the doll on the 19th Yeah And it has been passed
1: It has Thankfully Um So, now... What now? uh, We're just looking for the government to keep their word, for once, uh, and act on it. Yeah. Because, right now, it's just a piece of paper. That's all. That's saying... But it's a
0: piece of paper we didn't have last week. Yeah. Which is kind of probably more important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, But I I would encourage, and this is something that I'm going to be... <clears throat> this is something that I'm gonna be doing as well, but I would encourage our listeners to uh get in touch with your uh local TDs and government officials and Yeah, get drive them it, Drive it home. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Because we hear an awful lot of other stuff going on yeah. about places being closed down. Um to summer
1: uh Kushla Holiday center well. Cushla Holiday, yeah. Yeah, that,
0: I don't think never didn't want to make a stones of referencing mm-hmm. now. That. But that's been yeah. And closed that, down and changed and been uh, kind of shifted into something else. And that's something,
1: again, that's something that myself and a friend of mine have availed of in the past. And it's been great. Mm. Like, th- the services that they provide down there have been brilliant. And, and
0: very sp- very, specific services, yeah. you know, which you're not going to get in a hotel.
1: Absolutely um and that provides so much respite to so many people mm. and it's just a break it's a break from i suppose the <laughs> i've been using the daily slog a lot recently but i suppose it is yeah. you know because you're you're constantly fighting looking for access and Kind of acceptance and all yeah. the, all this kind of thing, but then when you go to places like that, or places like the Carmel Fallon Center in uh, Clontarf, mm. the IWA that we recorded in recently, it you know it's all there. Yeah. you know, and that's why it's just it's so infuriating when things like this happen because it, and you hear so many news stories about so many different things and sometimes they're referred to as statistics and then we kind of look at them and we're kind of like whoa that's bad do you know such and su- however many people were involved in whatever it was yeah do you know but then um, i think what people need to realize is that there's people behind those statistics do you know? And, like, for example, with with Cushle, there's people behind that that are now maybe out of a job. Yep. There's people that are losing um, a sense of escapism. Um to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and families as
0: well behind it. As families,
1: well behind. yeah, 100%. And that all comes back to... The p the PAs in terms of you there's no need for escapism if because you can just be. Yeah. And that's as yeah simple as it mm-hmm.
0: is. So we we're gonna keep an eye on that and uh and the whole sort of PA situation go yeah. forward. We're gonna share the two articles with uh on Facebook with the podcast, um so people can have a look at. It. And we would recommend and we would urge people to have a look at it because Yeah. It is important.
1: And definitely and uh James Collie actually was on uh, Today with Sean Rock during the week. Uh so we'll play a little snippet of that.
2: I'm joined in studio by two people who are going to talk to me about their perspective. James Cawley, a policy officer with Independent Living Movement Ireland, and Brian Dalton, a professional working for Aer Lingus who is married with two children. And James, you are a former teacher. You started working about a year ago with the Independent Living Movement Ireland. Tell me a little bit about the work and how that's enhanced by you having a personal assistant. Yeah, so I suppose um, my journey started with a personal assistant when I um, started university. um, and it was vital for me to live independently in university and to live the student life. And that followed through then into employment. And it's essential for um, disabled people to actually engage in education and employment. And exactly that, to be um, that son, that brother, that fiance, all of them roles that everyone else takes on. Um and I suppose in terms of work, um, as I say, I work for the independent living movement Ireland, and we're a national representative of uh, disabled persons organisation led by and for disabled people um, and we, I suppose, Talk about the importance of freedom, choice, and control, and that's exactly what a personal assistant um does for people like me and Brian. It allows us to to choose where we want to live. It gives us priv- uh, privacy and dignity in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, been an extension of my limbs. And l- like Brian, have you been a wheelchair user all your life? Yeah, so I'm physically disabled. So I have um a disability um which affects my upper and lower limbs. So I have it from birth. But again, I suppose that was fostered. That independence was fostered quite early um, on when my parents just normalised my disability. I'm one of nine, the youngest of nine, and I was just like, get on with it, James.
0: So that was James, uh, and I thought we'll, we'll share all the links and we'll share the link for the, for the full interview uh, yep. so people can listen to it as well. So, now in the AHEAD conference.
1: So, AHEAD, basically, for anyone that doesn't know, it is the Association for Higher, Ac- uh, Higher Education Access and Disability. And they are having a conference in the Croke Park Conference Centre in uh, March of next year. And I put in a proposal to um speak at it, essentially. Um, and I got word back that I've been accepted, Yay. which is really really cool. Um, so let me give you a little bit of context on this. Um, so what I was applying under is the um student voice team, which is nothing about us without us, which we've heard again from uh James, yeah, in, in, in independent living, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so Basically, the description of this is, students also have a big role to play in changing the culture on campuses. This uh, team invites students with disabilities to share how they've made a difference in their college through activism, student organizations, campaigning, and direct engagement with the university via steering groups, boards, monitoring and so on. Um, so I suppose what I um, have been asked to do, I got an email back which said the following, uh, the conference committee I have nominated you to be part of a student panel, which would be approximately 30 minutes long with uh, 10 minutes for uh, a and A. The committee felt that this would be a useful medium for you to share your experiences and some of the work you've been involved with uh, to promote greater awareness and inclusion through education. Um, so I'm very grateful to Ahead uh, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, so thank you very much. And I'm very much looking forward to
0: it. Mm, actually, we go crack at it.
1: Yeah, no, it'll be really good. Um, and... Yeah, I'm really interested to see and hear. I suppose what others come up with as well, and kind of what the panel involves, and um, I suppose we're only in the very early stages of it at the minute. Mm. So um, I'll keep you updated. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's really, really good, and I suppose from uh, from my point of view, a lot of what I kind of spoke about in the I mean, they asked uh they asked me in the proposal form what was the kind of thing that you'd like to I mean, once you you've made the, the presentation, what was the kind of thing you'd like to uh you'd like audiences to take away from it. And I kind of Because uh, you know how I like to ramble a lot. <laughs> so
0: Yes, (laughs) an (laughs) Uh, editing nightmare. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I kind of had to shorten this down a bit, but what I said was I'd like to emphasise that everybody has the right to show what they can do regardless of their circumstances. And I suppose that's where I brought the podcast into it in, in some aspect in, in saying that like this is an ability that I have um that I'm able to use. Um and I suppose like as somebody with a disability in the disabled community we need to be Given the opportunity to show what we can do, and I suppose not be, um, I suppose tarnished with the same brush. Whether that would be, hmm. whether that would be the right phrase, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I suppose just taking on merit really. Um, so I'm, I'm very, uh, as I said, I'm very grateful to the head conference, and I'm looking forward to to collaborate with. It.
0: Brilliant okay um, it's a, probably a good place to wrap it up then uh, people can get us on Twitter Facebook Instagram all at Dan and Darry Doability yep uh, if they can contact with us they can get us at
1: Dan and Doability at gmail.com uh, you can also find us on Spotify Go Loud SoundCloud iTunes YouTube
0: hmm, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast from that's where you will find us this has been episode 40. I've been Darren McNicholas.
1: And I'm Dan i And we'll talk to you very soon.